Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Welcome to About Progress, a podcast devoted to ordinary people who are striving to make realistic improvements in their lives and reach their goals, however big or small. We are building a community of men and women who love to push themselves to overcome obstacles and make something special of their lives, all while maintaining a healthy balance. In short, people who know life is about progress, not perfection. Happy holidays to all our listeners. It has been such a wonderful few weeks here in Utah as we visit my family, and I have barely gotten anything done on my to-do list. I hope you can relate. My husband and I went to La La Land last night, a new movie. Have you seen it? It is easily my favorite movie in a long time, so go see it. Again, I apologize for the less than stellar audio. Today, I am recording on my ancient laptop that is barely hanging on by a thread, but I'm so glad you're here. This will be a mini episode, so hopefully the sound quality won't bother you for too long. Whether you have been with me from the beginning or are just joining the podcast today, welcome. I have honestly been so honored by the positive feedback we've received so far and shocked by how many listeners we are getting per episode And I know that is due to the incredible guests we have had on so far. I hope this podcast makes a difference in your life. I'd love to have a bigger outreach to like-minded men and women who need this message in their lives, that whole thing about progress and not perfection. If you know someone who could benefit from these podcasts, please show them how to listen on their phones or their computers. It just takes a few minutes to do so. And 
you know, grab that fellow perfectionist or a paralyzed dreamer, someone who just feels stuck. Show them how it's done so they can hear what these interviewees have to say. Thank you for all who have subscribed and left reviews. That has been so helpful to get this podcast picked up by the iTunes algorithm. And one last plug, I'd I'd love to interview a greater variety of people, both in age and gender and, and what they end up doing with their lives. So please nominate someone or yourself, anyone who has a tale about working on balance in their lives and also trying to push themselves. So you can nominate someone or yourself by clicking on the tab contact on my blog. It's at the top and you can see my blog in the show notes or it's at www.aboutprogress.com. You can also shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook, both of which you can find me at the handle about progress. Today's show is a little different as it's just me. I don't have another long dramatic tale for you like I did in my introductory episode, but I did want to talk about a series I started on my blog nine months ago. To be honest, I really felt at the time so strongly about starting the series, and I had a feeling it would really take off. And it didn't. (laughs) It has been me trying to grease the wheels on this thing and push it along the tracks a little at a time. It's been really squeaky. So let me tell you the name of the series. It's called Do Something, or the longer title is Do Something That Scares You. This arose from my realization that I had let fear get in the way of so much of my life. Here's a list of things I've quit out of fear, most of them as an older teen and a young adult. I quit ballet and dancing. I quit the flute. As soon as I didn't make the advanced band at BYU, I was afraid to try again, so I just stopped playing. I quit musical productions such as singing and acting on stage. I also didn't make something at BYU, and I never tried out for anything ever again. Track, I participated for three full days as a sophomore in high school, and I somehow believed that I should be able to do the high jump like my older sister, and after failing to even clear the bar once I never came back. Um, piano, I wasn't going anywhere with it. So I just stopped as a senior in high school. So those are just some of the things I've quit, but you don't even get me started on the list of things I haven't even started out of fear. So many races, triathlons, trying out for local plays, new hobbies such as photography, sewing or swimming, uh, for a long time writing, starting interior design, submitting my essays for publication, starting my blog, so many things. I never even started, even though I wanted to for years, all out of fear. So I think a lot of these things have something in common. Um, Of course, there's fear, but with fear comes a lot of other voices in your head that just get in the way. So I want to focus more on ballet and what quitting ballet was like for me and how it applies to all these other things I quit or never began. So I started dancing. Oh, and I and I shared some of this in my original post on the Do Something That Scares You. That's on my blog. So some of this might be familiar to you if you have read that post. I started dancing at three or four years old at a local ballet studio. And it was small but very well res- respected. It had great teachers, most of whom were retired professional ballerinas. And they were very heavy on the technique. 
Throughout grade school and junior high, dancing was a real passion for me. I thought about it around the clock, and each time I was in the studio, I pushed myself until my muscles shook through every combination, and I was wet with sweat. I loved it too much to see that I wasn't particularly good at it. So high school started, and other interests started taking up more of my time. It was also beginning to become clear to me that while I loved, loved dancing, especially ballet, I wasn't really going to go anywhere with it. Didn't have good turnout. Um, things like that that you just can't fix. It's my body. My confidence in dancing all but disappeared as I compared myself to others in my classes. They had better turnout, higher legs, stronger muscles, and more bones showing through their leotards. And actually, to be brutally honest, it was that last phrase that really stood out to me because although I couldn't get my hips to open up any wider than they were predestined to, I most certainly could control how bony those hips were. But to my intense humiliation, as, as a... An older teen, I was no longer able to keep up my pre-prebescent frame, nor keep away from those midnight junior bacon cheeseburgers from Wendy's that I'd have with my best friend. My decision to stop ballet and stop dancing didn't come after a week or two of feeling that this way. Rather, it was a slow but steady stream of insecure thoughts, of shakily comparing myself with my fellow dancers and my peripheral vision, of feeling dread as my classes approached, and of a heightened distaste for what I saw in the mirror. During my busy junior and senior years, I gradually attended less and less of my lessons until just a few months before graduation, I stopped showing up altogether. At the time, I blamed my schedule. I was too busy, and I'd be on a trip and miss the final recital anyway in the summer. And what was the use of having my parents pay for lessons that I was too busy to attend? But that wasn't the truth. The truth was that I could not stand to see myself in a leotard one more day. Even the thought of looking at my reflection in the mirror while doing the bar combinations made me feel shaky and like a failure. So instead, I basically threw away a 13-plus year-long passion because I was afraid, afraid of not only being good enough, but of looking good enough. And that was 13 years. My confidence is still completely shaken with dancing, and I seriously have a phobia of it now. And it terrifies me to dance in public, even at weddings. I don't even know what to do with my hands. So... This past year, as I approached my 30th birthday, I grew weary of being scared and even more tired of letting fear win over and over. As I reflect on my life, I realized that there was that pattern there. Whether it was something small in my present life, such as tearing out the fireplace tile that I hated, or much bigger, even having like a difficult conversation with someone I loved, I was too afraid to do it, and you know what? I got tired of it. I wanted to see more of that old Monica again, the one with passion and determination, the one who had grit and did things because she wanted to. The past year, I've been dipping my toes into facing my fears head on, such as starting with my blog and my Instagram account and then doing bigger things like house projects. I've even done some adult ballet classes, and I've been trying to learn how to swim, so things big and small. Doing these things has gone surprisingly well. My life is by no means suddenly transformed and super awesome, but a weight is noticeably beginning to lift a weight of angst and fear that has seemed to always get in the way of even imagining goals for myself. 
So this is what I started nine months ago and what I'd like to reignite. This movement, this movement called do something. Do something that scares you. So to you, the listeners, I ask you some questions. Have you have you always wanted to run a 5K but don't know where to start? Do that. Have you thought about creating an Instagram account or a blog devoted to your favorite pastime? Do that. Have you wondered what it would be like to ask for a raise or to have a hard conversation, to bring up a question, to try that hobby, to join that group, to sign up for that class, to read that book, to go visit that place or dream that dream? Do that. Do something that scares you. It doesn't have to be big. You can start with a phone call to insurance that you've been putting off. It can be buying some running shoes so you'll eventually even try running down your block and back. It can be deep breathing instead of eating a pint of ice cream when you're feeling all the feelings like I tend to do at night. It doesn't have to be life-changing, but it can be that too. It can be calling an important person who did you wrong or who you even wronged yourself. It can be asking someone to invest in your idea, to invest in you. It can be signing up for that new degree or pursuing that new career. It can be calling a therapist because you are sinking more than swimming. It doesn't matter what it is. Just do something that scares you. And I'm, I'm doing it too. Like I shared, I strapped on that proverbial leotard. I'm trying to not let fear win. That includes not letting my worries win about my capabilities or the likelihood of failure get in the way or my, my need to always compare myself with others or even the legitimate struggles I have with balancing my priorities and my passions. But I'm trying. Um, and that's what I want you to do. Stop putting off you. Stop being an adult all the time and letting go of your long lost dreams. Bring some of those back. Or make new dreams for yourself. Will you join me? And, and when you do, please share it with me. Email me, message me, call or text me. I want to hear that big and I want to hear the small and I want to hear everything in between. Even if you're on social media, you can share it there and tag me with the hashtag about progress podcast. I, I want to hear these things because I want to do some things with it. Um, I want to highlight what you're doing. Each podcast from here on out, I plan on sharing how a listener like you is doing something that scares them. And I mean it. I don't care if that even means you called to discuss your telephone bill or you, or you went to that first fitness class you've been thinking about. I don't care what it is. It doesn't have to be huge by the world standards, but I want to know about it. And I want to celebrate you with these mini highlights per podcast. On top of doing those, those mini highlights, I'd like to also bring back the do something roundups with those um, smaller highlights on my blog. And I'd also like to bring back the longer guest posts I had for a bit with this topic in mind. So do you want to be a guest writer? Or do you want to be included as a shorter highlight in the roundup? Or even nominate someone you know for either of those? Let me know. And these highlights can be totally anonymous too. Just tell me if you'd like to keep your shout out name free. And finally, I love to do mini podcasts with listeners who share what they are up to. I'm thinking this might take a month or two to get started, but if I see an interesting story that I think people need to hear, I'll reach out to you and set up a short interview. I see these mini podcasts either featuring one person or a bunch of short conversations with multiple people. 
these would be similar to the mom of the month interview that I've seen happen at the Extraordinary Moms podcast. I like that she highlights people in this way, and I'd like to do so similarly, but with our topic in mind, progress, not perfection. So thank you to Jessica Lindquist for your inspiration on that. So can you do me a favor? Can you think of something you've kept putting off and can you get at it? Or if you feel paralyzed like I was for many years, start thinking about what you even want in your life. Start thinking about what will help make you feel fulfilled and go after it. And when you do, can you let me know about it? As I said at the beginning of this podcast, you can find me on social media and Instagram and Facebook with a handle about progress and you can message me there. Or you can email me personally and you can find my email on the contact tab at the top of my blog. You can find that in the show notes or at www.aboutprogress.com. And just so you know, you're not alone. I'll be doing this too. Right now, many of you know that I'm facing my huge fear and trying to learn how to swim. And it's been nightmarish for me at times. Like I honestly think I'm drowning half the time. I've done some many updates of that on my blog, but there's some other fears I'm facing, one of which is writing. That's why I started my blog in the first place. It was to explore this passion of mine that I had for a while, writing. Um, but you know, guys, writing is hard. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of mental and emotional energy for me. And a lot of things I want to write about are kind of deep things. So I've let it slip. And as I've taken on other things like this podcast and maybe some design projects I've done, I let it slip, but I find myself missing it. So one of my do somethings that I will be working on for the next few months is to recenter my focus on writing more on my blog. So that's going to involve me really stepping up my time management and getting rid of some bad habits and how I'm using my time, including working late into the night and not waking up when I want to. I've had a couple blog posts in my drafts that involve some um, heftier topics for me to cover, and I want to finish those. I'll let you know when I post them. And the last fear, the last do set thing I'm taking on is asking some of the people on my list who I want to interview for this podcast. Sometimes, well, actually, I would say every time I have asked someone, it has felt like pulling teeth for me. It's just really scary for me to put myself out there and... You know, I, I think in the end, this podcast and what we've been hearing from these guests mean too much to me to let my fear win. So I'm going to do my best to not let my pride get in the way of asking the people who I feel need to be heard. And I feel like I owe you all that. So, you know, that's it for me today. Thank you again for listening. And I hope you start thinking about that do something you want to do in your life. I hope you have a great week. And as always, take care of yourself. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.